A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Wisconsin and many other states are dealing with a situation where unemployment is at all-time lows, but businesses are starving for employees. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Department of Workforce Development Secretary Amy Pahacek explains why we're in this situation and how the state is working to fix it. Absolutely. So Wisconsin is not alone in having a worker quantity challenge. So you are correct in that statement. Right now, we have more vacancies, about two and a half vacancies for every one job seeker in the state of Wisconsin. And then again, not unique to Wisconsin. That's an issue throughout the Midwest, throughout the country. It's even a global uh, demographic challenge that everyone's having. And it's due to demographic trends that have been decades in the making. We have our baby boomer generation retiring, which has been exacerbated by the pandemic. We've had low birth rates for several generations, and we have had net zero to negative migration to the state of Wisconsin over the past 10 years. So all of that has led to that crunch in not having enough workers. So the state has been very strategic here in Wisconsin about how we are helping businesses and communities overcome this challenge. So we've done a couple things. We, through the governor, uh, Governor Tony Evers, has invested 150 58 million dollars through the federal ARPA money into helping communities overcome workforce barriers. So this is things like uh, lack of access to affordable housing, lack of access to childcare, lack of transportation to and from job sites, and lack of infrastructure such as uh, broadband. And through that 158 million dollar investment, which was done through community partnerships and grants, we have been able to sustain record low unemployment here in. Wisconsin, 2.4%. We also have record high labor force participation rates. We are over two percentage points higher than the national average. So it's really been about uh, making sure that we can target those folks who still want to work um, and enter into the workforce and making sure we can help them overcome their barriers. When you started your position, we had very high unemployment, fingers pointed at the pandemic. What has that shift been like for you over the past couple years as secretary of our Department of Workforce? It has been very exciting to see that transition to a very robust economy and very robust workforce here in Wisconsin. And again, we are just excited that a lot of our programs, which were strategic and intentional here in our state, have helped move that needle in terms of post-pandemic recovery and really helped Wisconsin lead the way in terms of not only our healthy economies and communities, but our workforce. Um, Another thing that we've been doing is really targeting different pathways to the workforce, including apprenticeship. Wisconsin leads the way in apprenticeship. We were the first state in the entire nation to pass an apprenticeship law all the way back in 1911. And now we have record numbers of registered apprentices in both the adult and youth. So over 15,900 registered apprentices in the adult field. Youth is almost uh, 8,000. And we've had a record number of employer participants in that apprenticeship program. And we know that there is many different pathways to the workforce. And apprenticeship is learn while you earn, so you're not taking on a ton of college debt. And we have been expanding those pathways, including agriculture. We have uh, dairy grazers. 
we have organic vegetable farming, and we have other natural resources such as arborists, and then we have all of those other tangential industries that help support agriculture, like diesel mechanics, veterinary sciences, IT admin, all new apprentices, and again, it's just been a wonderful way to connect our emerging workforce with our current businesses and economies here. Have you seen good participation in those apprenticeship programs, specifically in agriculture? Yes, they're all very popular. Like I said, we've got record numbers of apprenticeship uh, registering and, and participants. But of course, there's always room to expand. And we're always looking to have new pathways and new careers. So if any of your listeners are interested in maybe developing a new pathway or career, we're looking at even healthcare and teaching other opportunities here just to make sure that we can continue to support all of our industries, including agriculture, which is the flagship industry here in the state of Wisconsin. Are you trying to make Wisconsin an attractive state for in-migration? Absolutely. Uh, We know that, again, we're competing for workers, as is all of the states around us. We've got our worker quantity shortage. And we know that there are so many things about Wisconsin. It's our own little slice of heaven that make this one of the best places in the world to live. And by investing in that infrastructure, in the workforce, in affordable housing and child care, all of those policies that are critical to our governor really make this a destination place for not only workers, but young families and those who are coming to retire and just be part of this great community. Do you have any stats for us on if we are taking workers from any other states? Are we? Do we have a worker population moving into Wisconsin? I will tell you that uh, this past year was one of the first years that we had more people moving to the state than leaving the state. So, But that does not increase the deficit uh, or doesn't overcome that deficit that we've had over the past decade of more folks leaving. So, um, But those are good signs that are pointing to, again, making Wisconsin uh, the destination place for the Midwest. Secretary, does the state ever get involved in the immigration conversation? It's definitely a federal issue, our borders and immigration, but we do know that, again, uh, there's a worker quantity shortage, and uh, certainly the governor has expressed a welcoming of any folks that want to come live in the state and contribute to our economies. Another part of your job is actually going on school tours, both at the high school level and the college level, and kind of seeing how they are bringing in a valuable workforce to the state. Can you tell me about some of the recent tours you've been on? Absolutely, yes. So like you said, we definitely tour um, not only K-12, through but also the technical colleges and other universities just to see what tools they're offering to help develop the pipeline of workers here in the state. And we recently went on a tour at North Central Technical College at one of their working dairy farms. And it was really amazing to see how they're using automation and artificial intelligence to help supplement um, some of the the tasks around a working farm. Um, And that's especially important during a worker quantity challenge like we have, which is only going to continue to get worse. And so some of the really cool things they had there were, um, you know, they had the automated milking stations for the cows, and they had different technologies in those uh, milking stations that could tell you know, the health of the cow and looking at the herd health overall by checking, you know, gut microbes and <laughs> proteins. They even had automated barn cleaning, like a giant Roomba that went through and the cows were fed um, through automated systems as well. And it was just really neat to see Wisconsin again leading the way with hands on technology and automation and being really uh, front and center of this agricultural 
industry with the most cutting edge technology and training our upcoming next generation of workers on what a great and advanced field that this has become. So how do you use your leverage as Secretary of the Department of Workforce Development to ensure that education, whether it's technical colleges, whether it's universities, whether it's high schools, are getting the resources they need to train a strong workforce? We work with both the technical colleges and the Department of Public Instruction on what types of programs are being offered throughout the state. Um, It's really important to make sure that the youth are exposed to all of the different aspects that the agriculture industry offers. And again, that can be from organic crops to dairy to all kinds of other types of uh, agricultural industries, as well as those supportive industries such as IT, administration, Uh, diesel mechanics, logistics. And so we work with all of the various educational partners through not only apprenticeship, but through uh, career counseling. And we survey all of our local businesses and local economies to see what needs they have and really make sure that we've got that full circle loop so that we're working together with our local employers to ensure that they have the future workforce they need to be successful. That's Department of Workforce Development Secretary Amy Pahacek. The latest report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics puts Wisconsin's unemployment rate at a record low of 2.4 percent. But agribusinesses still need workers. As we heard from Secretary Pahacek, the department does have programs in place to build the labor pipeline. But she says that investments in health care, housing and other infrastructure could help in bringing working age people in from other states. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.